Hey, IR Pigs fans, Mike Ventola with you as we welcome you to another edition of Pig Pod. Whether you're listening on Spotify or watching or even listening on YouTube, I want to thank you so much uh, for your great support. It's been nice to hear from some fans already. And of course, you know, the episodes have been sharing very well throughout social media over the last few weeks. Senior Director of Marketing and Entertainment, Matthew Barry. Uh, we'll be joining us a little bit later on. We have a very special guest, guest in County Executive from Lehigh County Phillips Armstrong joining us. So before we get into all of that and talking with Phillips and talking with Matthew, um, kind of want to put a close on the month of November. You know, obviously as the Thanksgiving holiday now has come to a close and with December upon us that as much as Christmas and Hanukkah and so many other different holidays kind of come into the picture, but we're getting ready to go into hot stove time. So I, for myself, as your media relations manager and one of your broadcasters, I feel this would be a good time to talk a little baseball and talk about maybe um, what's the state of the Iron Pigs in regards to what their roster currently looks like. Well, their roster is very depleted. Um, there were a lot of players that elected free agency, 21 Iron Pigs players uh, elected free agency. So not to say that any of them or none of them won't get uh, re-signed, but there are certainly some very notable names on this list when you think of uh, right-hander Mark Capel, James Marvel, Bubby Rossman, Alfredi Gomez, Nick Duran, Trevor Betancourt, Ryan Sheffer, she uh, Sheriff, Braden Ogle, Jace Fryan, Kent Emanuel, along with Jonathan Hennigan from a pitching side of things. That's a big part of the Iron Picks pitching staff. So hopefully a lot of those guys can return. Some of those guys really had very good years for the Iron Pigs, when you talk about Mark Appel, who was pitcher of the year, uh, James Marvel was outstanding, tra uh, transitioning from the rotation to the bullpen. Bobby Rossman was a nice promotion, as well as Ofredi Gomez. Nick Duran could have been a pitcher of the year candidate. Um, certainly as well, too, with Kent Emanuel being a reliable starter and Jace Fry and Jonathan Hennigan, both good left-handed options uh, out of the bullpen. Then you think of some, free, uh, some position players, Josh Ackman. Daniel Robertson, Jairo Munoz, Ali Castillo, Chris Sharp, Dustin Peterson, Justin Williams, Jorge Bonifacio, uh, and even Josh Steven and Daniel Brito. Those were two players that were Iron Pigs last season, but still technically they were Iron Pigs at one point or another. Uh, they all elected free agency. So uh, Josh Ockme did help hold the fort when Doc, uh, Derek Hall went up to the big leagues throughout the season. And, of course, Daniel Robertson was a nice acquisition coming over from the Twins organization. Jairo Munoz went up and down. And, of course, some of the other outfielders, Bonifacio, Williams, Peterson, um, and Chris Sharp all doing a great job. And Ali Castillo, how about in his last uh, game as an Iron Pig, playing all nine positions um, on the road, so up in Syracuse uh, to end the 2022 season. So, you know, for the Phillies, as much as they are going to be focusing on uh, the big free agents, you know, who is going to help their roster after, of course, uh, really getting the opportunity to go deep into the playoffs, being the National League champion. So as much as we want to sit here and talk about Trey Turner, Xander Bo Bogarts, and maybe some other big free agents, I think for the Iron Pigs, you know, that'll be a ripple effect. You know, once the Phillies take care of business up top, then they could start to filter in some of those minor league free agents. So I know there's always turnover with the rosters each year. Um, there's always a lot of new uh, Iron Pigs players that fans kind of get to know each season, but you always get some nice returnees. So hopefully, as I said, some of the guys that were released or elected free agency that hopefully they can sign back. But the Phillies already signed a couple of minor league free agents. Uh, they signed catcher John Hicks back uh, on November 18th. John Hicks, um, he had about 20 homers, hit over 260 um, with the Iowa Cubs this season. He's 33 years old, and he's certainly someone that could be a nice veteran uh, catching option here for uh, the Iron Pigs in 2022. Or if 
he were to be assigned to double-A, Redding, you know, to provide some veteran leadership at the double-A level. I know the Phillies kind of always like to have a veteran catcher down at the double-A level, help mold some of the younger catchers coming up. I know Jack Conley, Vito Frisia were catching quite a bit uh, in double-A this past season, so maybe looking to bring some mentorship there as well. Uh, Shraven Newton was also signed. He's an infielder um, looking to provide some flexibility, utility-type infielder uh, for the for the Phillies minor leagues, whether he's here in AAA or in AA, that is yet to be seen. So, But I know always who are the players that could really be a part of the Iron Pigs roster, especially coming up from AA Reading. Uh, I thought Iron Pigs fans had a nice taste uh, with Griff McGarry coming up, one of the quote-unquote big three pitching prospects. Uh, he was a starter coming up, but then was used out of the bullpen. Um, had some ups and downs, but you could see that he's really capable of being a productive big leaguer down the line. But I know two guys that very much Iron Pigs fans are hoping are in Iron Pigs uniforms. That's Mick Abel and Andrew Painter, uh, two very good right-handers. Um, Andrew Painter and Mick Abel, as well as Griff McGarry, are going to be given an opportunity to earn a rotation spot in Philadelphia in spring training. So um, that was, you know, kind of some cool news to potentially hear, you know, coming from the Phillies in their end-of-season post-season uh, post press conference. Uh, hear that out of Dave Dombrowski and Sam Fold. Obviously, that's kind of uh, pretty cool that some of those young kids could be given an opportunity. But there's some other names, uh, especially from a pitching side of things, some that were former Iron Pigs um, that you could expect to be here, whether they're right-hander Mike Adams or Josh Hendrickson or Adam Leverett. Ethan Lindau has been a name that has really kind of floated around here and there amongst uh, – the pundits from the uh, those who cover uh, the minor league system, you know, he's someone that could maybe be here next year. Tyler McKay, McKinley Moore, uh, some outside of the radar right-handers. Um, and, of course, right-hander Braden Zarbnitsky, who was with the team here in Lehigh Valley back in 2021. From a position player standpoint, uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I think, you know, I think the Phillies have some work to do, um, you know, especially with some of the players coming up. You know, I know Jack Conley, Sal Gazzo have been here over the years. You know, they're still under contract. Those guys could potentially be Iron Pigs once again here in 2023 coming up. But also, to Carlos De La Cruz in outfield. He really finished the season strong um, in AA Reading. He is certainly someone that could maybe be on the radar as a potential Iron Pigs outfielder uh, next season. So um, I threw a lot of names at you folks, but when you see 21 players elect free agency, um, it's kind of – Tough to sit there and say, well, there are so many names to choose from. But I'm hoping some of the guys that elect a free agency, if they can't sign elsewhere, get a big league opportunity, that they elect to come back. I know selfishly like to see a guy like Mark Appel or James Marvel come back. Those guys were outstanding in the clubhouse. Uh, Daniel Robertson, despite battling some injury, was a good player when he was healthy. Uh, Josh Ockme at first base. If Derek Hall ends up going to Philadelphia, um, sound myself like a talk show host here than an actual media relations manager. So uh, every now and then I get to take that hat off a little bit. But um, we'll keep an eye on it. And even here on PigPod here throughout the offseason, we'll keep an eye on some of the other free agents that are potentially signed. But that hot stove, which begins in less than two weeks, um, you know, the winter meetings which are taking place out west, um, I believe in San Diego. So that'll certainly be um, something to keep an eye on. I think the Phillies are going to be very busy and very much um, active, you know, with potentially signing some free agents. And who knows, maybe they make a trade at some point as well. But um, with all the talk regarding the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs kind of leads us into our guest um, in Phillips Armstrong, our county executive here in Lehigh County. Matthew Barry will join me next. 
as we'll get an opportunity to talk with Phillips and also the relationship that Lehigh County, County has with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Also, too, some cool, fun things that we're hoping to ask uh, Phillips as well, too. As much as he likes to work with us in a business capacity, he's a baseball fan, and he loves coming to Iron Pigs games. So Matthew and Phillips, they join me next as we get an opportunity to talk all things Lehigh County and, of course, your Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. We're certainly excited to have this very special guest with Matthew Barry and myself, and that's Phillips Armstrong, County Executive of Lehigh County. And Phillips, welcome to the Pig Pod. I have to start out by asking you, what do you think of us taking over one of our suites here and utilizing this great set? Wow, I, I, I think that's great. I'm not sure I could say pig pod three times fast, <laughs> but that was a great idea to put that together, okay? I don't know, pig pod. That might be a good catchy phrase here. We're hoping. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're hoping to, Phillips, and obviously for you and your role at Lehigh County, it is um, very crucial, of course, to the county and what you do day in and day out, but I have to start by asking you because um, you are such a fixture here, and I'm not sure if you even realize it because during the season, when fans come through the gates at Coca-Cola Park, they see you and, of course, your right-hand man and Jeff Brace with your distinctives highs and hellos welcoming fans to Coca-Cola Park. Yes, and I, I really look forward to doing that every year. But you know what? I'm really impressed that when they see me, they don't turn around and walk out of the stadium, <laughs> and then they still stay here. Yep. But, uh, you know, it is an honor to be able to say to the fans who come from all over the place, that say welcome to such a beautiful facility where they can enjoy a really fun night with their family and friends and watch some great baseball at the same time. Yeah, certainly, of course. And, you know, the Phillies in what was a great playoff run as of late and a lot of current and former Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, you know, contributing uh, to the Phillies' success this past season. But, you know, Phillips, I know you've been working for the county now for a number of years and your role is so extensive but I'm sure for our viewers and our listeners wanting to know a little bit more about what you do on your day-to-day. -day. So if you can, tell us a little bit about what's day-to-day -day life working for the county. Well, day-to-day <laughs> -day life working for the county, and this is why I love my job, Mike. There is no day-to-day. -day. It is every day something different. Uh, last week, I had seven meetings from 7 in the morning to 8.30 at night because you just don't know. And then there could be a crisis that comes up at any time, midnight, two in the morning, uh, which is why, you know, after 40 years of teaching, every day was different working with students. Now, my fifth year as county executive, every day is different. What is going to happen? What is the challenge today? And I love to be able to meet that challenge. Uh, the Iron Pigs, again, our stadium, we love it, but it's presented a lot of challenges for it this year. And you know what? Thanks to the community, mm -hmm. thanks to the Iron Pigs, thanks to the ownership, everybody working together. I don't know if people realize, in all government, if you work together, you can get things done. Yeah, you certainly can, and we have been fortunate enough to get a lot of things done together. But, you know, for you now, five years with the county and, you know, kind of taking a step back as well, too. You taught in education for over 40 years, you know, getting your graduate degree from Kutztown, getting your master's in education what was it like teaching social studies for 40 years in Whitehall, of course, where you've been able to call home for most of your life? Well, you know, I even built a home that I could walk to school every day. <laughs> uh, that's how much I loved yep. being there. Uh, to me, teaching was not a job. 
and it wasn't even a career. It was a way of life. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was your every day you're doing something that you're doing that you love. You're working with kids. They're so much fun. I taught mostly uh, high school seniors, and uh, I always said if they're not voting, I, I'm not really relating to them. <laughs> but uh, I did, and I, it's great because after that, no matter where you go, you run into former students, mm-hmm. and that's the part that made it all worthwhile. But it opened doors for me. Uh, it allowed me to become... Uh, I was the secondary ed chairperson for the Middle States Council on Social Studies. So I had five states. I became a lobbyist for social studies education. And I think that's when I retired, I wanted to stay involved with the community. And that's when I kind of went across the street and became a commissioner. Then I moved down MacArthur Road and became county executive. Yeah, which is crazy, too, because I wanted to ask, you know, what was the inspiration you know, kind of leaving a world of education in a lot of ways now, you're in a world of politics and obviously, you know, working hand in hand with the folks all throughout the county and being their face and voice day in and day out. Well, you know what? That's what you just said, Mike, is so important. You are the face and the voice of the county. I think when people go and vote for people for whatever office, they need to consider these are the things that you're presenting to the population Mm -hmm. after the election, that's the person that's going to be out there. That's going to be the face and a a very important job as county executive. And it might sound silly, but ribbon cuttings, flag raising, Mm -hmm. you know, those kind of events. It's important that you're there. It's important, you know, I have a Jeep that has the county symbol on it. It's my Jeep. It's yellow. It sticks out. But it lets people know. The county executive is at your event. Uh, just on Saturday, I was at the uh, Veterans Affairs <laughs> event over in McCungy. They're honoring the, the veterans. It's a luncheon. Yeah, I could have stayed home on Saturday and watched football, but it's more important that you get out. I'm sorry I mentioned football in a baseball stadium. No, it's all we'll <laughs> okay. take you. We, uh, we're, all right. we're good uh, with it. You know, but uh, I think this is part of the job. That's why it's a a seven-day-a-week job that you you need to be the face of the county. And certainly you all have been the face, you know, of the county over the last number of years. And, you know, I think, you know, kind of what we talked a little about earlier, fans coming through the ballpark, they see you, they see Jeff, and realizing that this is, that Coca-Cola Park is home here in Lehigh County. Um, you know, and I think what's kind of really cool about your role is that, you've now been able to take over and really kind of see the evolution of this ballpark. I'm sure you can remember as a resident, of course, when the Iron Pigs were first coming into town back in 2008 in their first season for yourself, not in the current role that you're in now, but what was it like knowing that the Iron Pigs and professional baseball was coming back to the Lehigh Valley? Well, I was super excited because, number one, I'm originally from Scranton, you know, and they had the Yankees up there. Right. And I'm thinking the Allentown area is better and bigger and why why don't we have such a a franchise here and that's what really excited me you know i want to go like this to the the people up there i said look we have a better place to have a team we have a community that definitely came out to support Mm -hmm. when you look at the attendance records for the iron pigs we are (laughs) yeah 
number one, you yep. know, or number two, you know, but it's still not bad. The fact that we're coming out here and we're supporting the team, and it was a really great thing that the compromise was made, a great location for the stadium, you know, when they were looking at different places. And, uh, you know, I'm proud that the county took over, paid for the stadium. It's yep. a county-owned stadium, which I'm sure a lot of people might not realize that right, yeah. the county owns this. And to get, you know, the owners to bring a triple-A team. You know, when you this summer when Harper was here rehabbing, yeah. it was packed. It was outstanding. Yeah, it was packed. But, I mean, what a thrill for the people who can't get to Philadelphia. Don't want to sit on the Schuylkill Expressway. No, they don't. They don't. Or 495, <laughs> yep. okay? Yep. Done that many times oh, myself. Yeah. So here it is locally. You can see these great people starting their career or maybe sometimes ending their career or just having a little break in their career to rehab right here in our Allentown area. It's great having Phillips Armstrong on with us right now. And Matthew and I, we can attest to the fact that the little ribbing that you do with Scranton Wilkesbury, we appreciate it here. But of course, the Iron Pigs with their longstanding rivalry with the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders, you know, when they're on the field, of course, going toe to toe. So we're with you, Phillips, and making sure we always get the best of the folks up in Scranton Wilkesbury. There you go. Not that we're trying to create anything crazy here, but it's a long withstanding rivalry. Yes, it is. Um, you know, Phillips, of course, too, and, you know, the partnership, too. You know, you um, with Lehigh County and, of course, uh, Coca-Cola Park and the Iron Pigs. You know, you talked about um, ownership and, you know, working with uh, with um, Joe Finley and Craig Stein. Of course, Kurt Landis, our president and general manager here. And, you know, for our folks listening and watching, what's that relationship been like? I know, obviously, it's been very positive, a lot of good things to take about. But you've gotten to know these men now for a long time here. What's it like getting a chance to work with the guys here uh, day in and day out? Well, Joe, Craig, and Kurt, I... I can't say enough. When we present a problem to them, we sit down, we work together, and I really mean work together, mm -hmm. and that's the key to this relationship. Neither one of us uh, have ever said no. It's, well, what can we do to make this happen? How can we work together to make this happen? And I don't know how many relationships that you can have between a, a private enterprise and a public uh, thing such as the county that would work better yeah. than the relationship that we have with the Iron Pigs. I think it really came to light in this last year. Mm -hmm. You know, so many stadiums, when COVID, in the last couple of years, when COVID hit, the Iron Pigs couldn't play, the county stepped up. Yeah. And we stepped up because we knew how valuable they were. But on the other hand, you also have to realize how appreciative the Iron Pigs were to the county and the role that they have played with the county, how they support all of the different organizations, how they increase businesses in the area. There are so many people, businesses otherwise, that benefit because the Iron Pigs are here. And that's what we always remember. We don't want to lose the Iron Pigs because of the economic impact, the the public affairs impact, all of the things that they, you know, the 900 kids that came to your Halloween party. Oh, yeah. You know, yep. Yep. the things like that, you know, the fact that, you know, you have your mascots out on local events. A lot of ribbon cuttings, I see them there. They were just at the Chamber event yep. a week yep. ago. And uh, 
again, valuable member of the Chamber of Commerce because right. you're a viable business that supports local businesses. All the vendors that you have, all the people that are working here, we all benefit. No, we certainly do. And, you know, um, obviously, you know, the relationship is so important, but there are moments of levity. And for you yourself, you know, when you more times than not, when you're here, it's always in a working capacity. But I know for you and your family, you like to come and enjoy a game. So I got to ask you some hard hitting questions here <laughs> because I know our F&B team, our ticket sales team, they want to know. What is it that you enjoy about this ballpark most? So I'm going to start off here, Phillips. If you are coming to the ballpark, what is a traditional meal for you? What is something that you like to go to the concession stand and order that you got to have each time you come out to the ballpark? I got to have the hot dog. Okay. It's not, it, it's not a baseball game without a hot dog. And I, yep. and I seriously, you know, you could have chicken fingers. You could have oysters, Rockefeller. <laughs> I, I want the hot dog. I mean, that's just yep. part of baseball I, you grew up with having a hot dog at the park and i'll tell you one of the the funniest things that happened to me at this park was the year uh, after you came back and opened up a little late with right. COVID. yep nobody was allowed on the field and i i love throwing out the opening pitch absolutely so you set up a girl in a dunk tank <laughs> out here in the in the left yeah. field and it was cold yep and i'm in my 70s i can't throw anymore so the girl's fully dressed, sitting on the thing, and I just told her, I said, look, I'm up for election this year. Don't worry. I'm No way I'm going to hit the target. If I threw that ball 100 times, I'd have missed 99. Right. I hit it. <laughs> Down she went. I said she got up and ran into the room. It was cold. I said I lost that vote. <laughs> I definitely lost that vote, but hitting her and putting her in the tank and and this year, uh, one of your co-managers said to me, great advice. You're always worried about looking like a, my son-in-law always comes when I throw the opening pitch and shows me videos of people throwing opening pitches into this, to get into my head because I get into his head. <laughs> yes. And your co-manager said, the trouble is people aim for the catcher's mitt. He said, aim high. I aimed high. Strike. I got an offer from the Phillies right after that to be to be a closer, but I didn't want to lose my day job. No, I was about to say, I mean, yeah. you know, closer for the National League champions or, of course, being county executive. I, I have to take county You executive. have to, and we're I glad to take still county taking county That was a good choice. You know, I'm sure for Matthew would, would appreciate this. So, obviously, the hot dog and all the fun stuff, but the entertainment. You talked about the mascots, all the fun little in-between inning games. You know, has there been a moment where – Obviously, the game's going on, but something you've seen, whether it's been an act or um, a celebrity that's been here, that when you've been here, you're like, man, I had so much fun tonight because I got to see what was taking outside of the baseball. Well, there is one thing that I really enjoy. In fact, uh, Mike Schlossberg, our state representative, yeah. and Pete Schweier, our other state representative, mm -hmm. we want to be the bacon, the hot dog, and in the hamba. We want to be that. That's something I hope you can make happen. Talk to that guy to your left right Before now. My, I have three more years in office. I want to have that race because I, 
I want to knock Schweier down and I want to trip <laughs> Schlossberg. You know, oh yeah, I will cheat. You know, there's we we no welcome it. But I I I really like that event. That's fun, Phillips. I think that's something that we probably can make happen. Well, so. let, let's do that because I you know I want to be the hot dog. By the way, absolutely, okay. of course, You're Diggity. All right, okay. we we can we can see if uh, you fit into Diggity well. <laughs> I, I, I think you'd make a great Diggity. As soon as you start talking about the pork race, I'm thinking the guy to your left here oversees <laughs> that department. Well, so I. I think he's the one that can maybe make a few Listen, if there's happen. any other great ideas like this that you have, just let us know. Okay. I'm, yeah. Well, I'm full of ideas. I'm not sure they're <laughs> I, all great. I love it. But, you know, that's a, but Schlossberg and Schweier and I often talk about that. And I don't know, the, the new one that will be taking over, um, I know his name, Siegel. Yeah, Josh Siegel. Siegel. Josh Siegel, yeah. So, you know, we do have four elected officials that – and they're all young and spry. That's why I have to cheat. See, know, I know <laughs> I know Josh a little bit, so um, I, I can you know maybe help you with you know maybe we can you know force yeah, him out or yeah, you know, bust yeah. him a little bit. Schlossberg so, has to be the ham bone. Absolutely. Okay. So that means he's so is he the lovable loser then? Yeah, that, 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 you know, loser. that's it. You know. <laughs> So, uh, Phillips, again, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, before we um, let you go, and I know we could continue to talk with you for hours, but. What's more important than anything else is family. And, you know, you talked about, obviously, you have children, you have grandchildren. You you were telling us before we went on the uh, the air here that, you know, your granddaughter came to a game and said, hey, that's my grandpa on the <laughs> video board. How special is it knowing that outside of, of course, um, you know, just all the fans and all the folks at the Lehigh Valley that come here, but your children and grandchildren to be able to enjoy uh, games here over the years? What does that mean to you? Oh, it, it, it's tremendous. And not only my children – you know, my uh, son-in-law's parents, oh, wow. who are fanatic Phillies fans, yeah. they came. Uh, they still say thank you all the time mm -hmm. because I brought them here for that game. You know, my son-in-law was at the World Series with the complete red outfit on. <laughs> okay. And Hoskins actually threw a ball at him. I saw... And he went to catch it, but the guy in front of him knocked it away. Oh, so, oh no. But I told him he just didn't have the right hands, but son-in-law, you know. No, exactly, But, of uh, you know, there, the whole family tradition, it's a great night to come out. And you know what? When you look at family entertainment and how much it costs, this is where you get your dollar's right. worth. You, know, you really do here. Phillips, thank Ph you again. Phillips, do you, really quick, yep. do, you, do you have a favorite family memory at the ballpark? Uh, you know what? When my, my first pitch out, my daughter uh, came up with my grandkids and the whole bit, and she filmed the whole thing. And, and it was what they said to me afterwards. They were kind of so proud. Uh, they realized, I think, that being county executive, it, it has some perks to it. You know? yeah, right. And it, it made me very, very proud. It really did. That's awesome. That's awesome. Phillips, thank you again. We appreciate your partnership and your friendship, more importantly, than just a partnership as well. And uh, thank you so much for coming in and taking some time uh, to join us here on Pig Pod. And uh, hopefully we could do this again down the line. So as enjoy. long as you keep calling it Pig Pod, I'll be back. That's good enough okay. for us. So. <laughs> Start uh, stretching. We'll get you ready for that. Program. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to get ready. I'll really. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. That was an awesome conversation with Phillips Armstrong, County Executive for Lehigh County, and Matthew um, what a treat for him to come take some time to talk with us about uh, just his role as county executive, but also, too, getting the opportunity to talk about the relationship between the county and here with the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Um, but the most pressing thing is 
are we going to get him and the other representatives in the pork racer suit? I, I think it's something that we absolutely have to do now. Yes. Um, <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that request to, to be in a race, but uh, if there's anybody that we would have in a race, I think it'd be Phillips. I think Phillips, I mean, it's good. that race would be outstanding, by the way. <laughs> I, I think it would be a lot of fun, and I really think it would be one of the more watched pork races in the history of pork races. Well, and knowing the history of Diggity and, yes. you know, his his personality, I think he'd fit in with Diggity, especially talking about wanting to cheat to win the race. <laughs> exactly. So. And knowing that poor Representative Schlossberg would have to be um, Hambone, the lovable loser. But, uh, but he started laughing when we called him the lovable loser because, as he said, that's Representative Schlossberg. I go, poor guy, if he, he and his family are watching or listening. Obviously, it's all in good fun. Um, but what was also really cool was he's really gotten to see the evolution of the Iron Pigs from all different angles. Yeah. As a resident, watching the pigs come in, but then also, too, of course, now being county executive and getting to work behind the scenes here, um, he's really a vital part to what takes place here at Coca-Cola Park, even though he's not an employee or runs it, but being a part of the county allows him to have a, a seat at the table. Yeah, definitely. And somebody who's been in education for over 40 years that, yeah. you know, that takes a certain type of person and, and, you know, having somebody that has those, um, you know, those values like he does to be in the position he is, is, is awesome. It, it truly is. So, you know, um, and he and his team, you know, Jeff Brace, I know they really do a great job of, you know, working together, uh, not just here for the Iron Picks, but all throughout Lehigh County as well. The, all the great work that they do. Um, but in my opinion, there is not a better video that is played at Coca-Cola Park than he and Jeff Brace with their boisterous highs and hellos welcoming fans to Coca-Cola Park. I think it resonates with everyone. Anybody that's been to a game, all they have to hear is, Hi, I'm Phillips Armstrong. Hi. And they're ready to go. They are ready for to Iron go. Pigs baseball. Or, uh, or every now and then a hello, you know, comes into play. <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, um, and we laugh and we kid, but... That goes to show you the impact that both he and Jeff Brace 100%. do, you know, when fans uh, come into the ballpark. But Matthew, I tell you, we've been spoiled with some really good guests. Um, we're excited for next week's guests as well. We're going to um, have, you know, representatives from an outstanding entertainment entity here in the Lehigh Valley that I'm sure many will be intrigued to hear what they have to say. So I know for us, it'll be cool to kind of trade back entertainment, you know, expertises per yep. se. Very excited. There will be a, a lot of excitement there too. And I know we're lining up some great guests as well in the coming weeks before, um, before the Christmas holiday comes into fruition. And then uh, we'll have a week off, you know, um, before, of course, the uh, new year comes around. So as always... Listen to us on Spotify, watch us, like us on YouTube as well, too. The YouTube channel is starting to pick up steam a little bit. Love so to it's, see it. It's really been great to see. Thank you so much. Uh, we actually had our first couple of comments on our most recent uh, Were they about my episode. mustache? They were not about your mustache. So uh, I'm folks, asking the people. I need to know your thoughts. Yes, it's about the mustache. You have to ask about the mustache, whether you're good, bad, or indifferent. Maybe people don't have an opinion. <laughs> He's Matthew Barry. I'm Mike Ventola, and as always, thanks for watching PigPod.